Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. Chance the Snapper, the wayward alligator who captured the hearts of Chicagoans during his brief time in a Humboldt Park lagoon, left his legacy on this city by doing it the Chicago way, through baseball. The Humboldt Park Gators are Chicago's only all-girls baseball team. The team aims to give girls a chance at bat and at a more competitive level. In a moment, we'll talk with Giovanna Silva, a local school teacher and key Gators parent volunteer, and her daughter Rosie Gonzalez, who joined the team in 2019. But first, we check in with WBEZ criminal justice reporter Chip Mitchell. He co-founded the team with his wife, Alba Cardenas, and their daughter. And like many equity movements, the progress starts by identifying a gap. It was two years ago, a little more than two years ago, um, Alba, my wife, and I, and our daughter, Miriam. Miriam had been playing baseball for a few years in recreational leagues here um, in Humble Park, and we were wanting to, to be a little bit more competitive. At the same time, Miriam was always the only girl on her team year after year. And um, she didn't have any particularly negative experience. The coaches were all fine and everything, but it, it sort of felt lonely and awkward. And, and I really had no explanation for good explanation to her for this. And she had always a sense that something was wrong about this, you know, that it was wrong that girls, even at her age, were already being channeled into playing softball and that it was only boys playing baseball. And, you know, as kids get older, it gets more and more that way. So we just had an idea that we would um, start a practicing, you know, that was the starters. We didn't know what was going to come of it, but we formed a a practice squad and we were just walking up to um, families that had girls playing in parks, walking up to their parents and Mm -hmm. um, Alba, Miriam and I, and and just telling them that we wanted to start practice together. We had nothing to hand them. It was a weird concept to a lot of people. And, um, oh, here's a pro tip. Somebody warned me about this from in another city. Like, do not talk with girls directly in a park. You you figure out who their parents are. (laughs) Right. Oh, my gosh. Um, And, And you had no flyers either. Come on, Chip. Nothing. No, no, we had nothing printed, no nothing. It was just all verbal explanation. And we, we actually, you know, at, at our first practice session, we had five girls there. And, and by the fall, we probably had about um, 10 or 12 girls in our orbit. Um, we started working with an organization called Illinois Girls Baseball that does training sessions just for girls. Mm-hmm. And then there's a national organization called Baseball for All committed to creating opportunities for girls and young women in baseball. So we hooked up with them and and things snowballed from there. Well, that sounds super cool. It sounds like you definitely had some interest there. You you were approaching folks who were thinking, yeah, there is a need for an all-girls team, Right. Yeah. Well, our daughter's experience turned out to be the common one. You know, we, we met girls who were, had been, you know, not only the only girl on their team, but the only girl in their league. So they were very happy to hear from us. And it wasn't actually that hard to find girls who had been, you know, isolated playing in different parts of the city who wanted to check us out. Giovanna, let's talk with you here. I, I want to hear more about your daughter, Rosie, and why she decided to join the team. Hi, thank you for um, this amazing you know, opportunity. So Rosie Gonzalez is my daughter. She's uh, 12 years old. Uh, she's been playing t-ball since she was three years old. Again, she is also another girl that's been the only girl on her team. For her experience, um, it has caused her to be super competitive. 
she does travel baseball as well, and uh, sometimes at the tournaments. She is the only girl in the tournament, which is pretty amazing. Uh-huh. People are really impressed with her. And so when this opportunity came about, um, I got a phone call from Chip. And when I told Rosie, I said, hey, Rosie, there's a parent who's got a team for all girls, and they're going to be girls versus boys. And she said, what? Count me in. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh, she's super competitive. Fine. So um, it's been an amazing experience. We absolutely love the team. There's so much going on. These girls have been developing and just building skills, but not just like in the baseball skills, but sharing the same passion just really mm-hmm. brings all these girls together, and it's been pretty amazing. Giovanni, you said you noticed that competitive spirit within Rosie pretty early on. Do you think that that came about because of the fact that she had to play with boys? for so long? Absolutely. When she was six years old, she played for the Orioles and she's six years old and it was like six through eight and she would see the boys hit the ball towards the fence. And that became her goal. She's like, I want to hit just like the boys. I'm like, whoa. So she finally did like a championship game. She got the winning hit and she got her first MVP ball and she just realized that baseball's her life. She loves baseball. Chip, you started this team back in 2019 when things were quote normal So how did the pandemic affect these plans? Well, we had the really good fortune before the pandemic of connecting with an organization that Curtis Granderson, the Major League Baseball All-Star from Chicago that he formed. It's called the Chicago Baseball and Educational Academy. We were practicing indoors in beautiful facilities all winter long, and that actually helped us attract a lot of other girls to play with us. So our plan was we were going to have a a house-level team for girls of all skill levels, including beginners here in Humboldt Park with the Roberto Clemente Little League. And then we were going to have a team a little higher skill that would play a few travel-level tournaments. The pandemic comes and just completely derailed that plan. As soon as we could, we regrouped and we continued practicing and we held some scrimmages. Last fall, then, we had our first competitive league play. It was a very short league, a fall ball league in the south suburbs at Ho-Chunk. We connected more strongly with a guy who's our head coach now, Booker Hatcher. He's a fantastic baseball brain and instructor, much better than me. Um, and he is our head coach now. And then along the way, we've uh, connected with many others. Steve Belay, who is the Midwest coordinator of Pony Baseball, is an organizational genius with baseball. So we yeah. have a, a lot of parents, like I'd say more than half the team of, of their parents are intimately involved with organizing nice. and running this thing. Yeah, that's really nice. How do you guys compete? Like, Who do you compete against and how are the games set up? We were shopping around for travel leagues, and what we landed on is we we stuck in the city with a new thing that was being tried by this uh, a Cub Scout named Karan Walker. He runs a little academy, and he formed a league that's mainly teams on the south side of Chicago and nearby um, suburbs. It's entirely kids of color who are in the city or near the city, and that's who we compete against. So we're going anywhere from Roseland to Maywood to Little Village. Um, we're getting to hold a lot of games now and the, at the beautiful stadium at UIC, thanks to CBEA, that organization I mentioned. Yeah. So, yeah, that's about more than 20 games if the rain doesn't pour on us. Yeah. And then we're also um, playing a few tournaments. We've played two so far, and we ha- are aiming to play another three or four by early August. You're making your way around the region for sure. You know, What's it going to take, you think, Chip, to lead to more all-girls baseball teams in the city as people start to see what you've created here? 
Well, it's a movement, I would say, and it's a national movement, and we are definitely part of it. As far as I know, we're the only all-girls team in the whole Midwest that competes against boys. I think there's just a handful of teams like ours that actually play a whole season against boys. But, you know, I think it is going to actually take off. And the whole idea of this team was to just create a spectacle so that people would see us, you know, on the field so that they would maybe hear us on the radio maybe uh, once in a while, maybe see us on TV. Mm-hmm. And girls and coaches and mothers and daughters, they think, hey, we don't have to switch to softball. We actually like baseball better and let's have her stick with it. So I don't think we're going to be the last all-girls team. And I, and I know for sure that there are going to be a lot more girls that are sticking with baseball. I can't say that we deserve all the credit for that even oh, here in God. Chicago because there's a lot of stuff going on. But girls are playing baseball more and more and things are starting to change. Well, Giovanna, as I listen to Chip talk about, you know, in 2021, talk about the fact that this team is, you know, the only, right, the only all-girls team of its kind. I wonder what you hope your daughter takes away from this experience and what you're most looking forward to this season. Yeah, I just definitely want her to know that she'll always be a baseball player. She can play any sport she wants, but I know this is like her heart. This is her, her favorite sport. The future of baseball is now incorporating girls. There's lots of doors opening for them, and I want the whole team, like not, not just my, my daughter but her teammates, to know that they're paving the way. They're paving the way for other girls to play, and they're inspiring, and they're like, oh, she can hit a home run? Well, I should try that too. Or, you know, she yeah. can catch a ground ball. It's been amazing. So the girls are invested. They're invested in their game. They're super competitive. Um, if there's a game that's kind of close, you know, you think you're going to lose, and all of a sudden they turn it around. They get charged. They cheer each other on. And it's been an amazing experience, amazing to see them develop their skills and um, their bond because they're bonding because of, they're passionate for baseball. Yeah. And I feel like that's what's most important, too. It's that it's that girl bond, for sure. Yeah, and they're just so encouraging, you know, to each other. It's a hard game. It's not that easy to hit a ball. <laughs> it isn't. It, they make it look easy, for sure. Well, that yeah. is Giovanna Silva. She's a Chicago school teacher. She's also a parent volunteer for the Humboldt Park Gators. That's Chicago's only all-girls baseball team. Thank you, Giovanna. You're welcome. Coach Chip Mitchell is still on the line with us, and his 12-year-old daughter, Miriam Cardenas Mitchell, she's joining us now. Hi, Miriam. Hi. Also with us is one of Miriam's teammates. That's Brianna Mesa. She's 12, too. Hi, Brianna. Hi. Miriam, you've been the only girl on baseball teams in the past, according to what your dad has just uh, described for us. Tell us, from your perspective... How is this experience with the Gators different? What's it like to be able to play on an all-girls team? I really like playing on an all-girls team because I don't feel left out. I have a lot more friends, and this team is more competitive and higher skilled than the teams I've been on in the past with boys. Yeah. What about you, Brianna? How, how are you feeling about this season, and, and what are you liking most about being on a team with girls who are your age? I like playing on an all-girls team because it's more of a challenge because baseball is usually a male-dominated sport. And when it comes to playing with the boys, did you find that you had more of a competitive spirit because you were playing against boys? Um, Yeah, last year I played with my little brother on a team that was all boys. Yeah. It was like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, Would they challenge you? Enough focus on you. Ah, it's like, oh, she's the only girl. Let's uh, see how good she is, huh? Yeah. Miriam, what about you? What is What was it like for you playing against boys? Um, it's very competitive, and it's really fun to play against them. Even if we win or lose, it's still very fun because it's just fun to play against boys. Do you feel like they underestimate you at all? 
No, I don't feel like they underestimate us, but I want to show them that boys aren't better than girls. Brianna, do you have any baseball heroes that you look up to? Um, Wilson Contreras, because he's my favorite catcher. Like, when he gets, hits the spot, when he throws it down, Tommy Baez. Nice. What about you, Miriam? Um, I like Byron Buxton and Nelson Cruz. I also have another hero. Her name is Justine Siegel, and she was the first woman to ever help coach in a major league baseball organization, and now she's founding Baseball for All to create opportunities for other girls to play baseball. Oh, that's excellent. I love that you're, you're one of your heroes is a woman. Do you have a favorite team? Uh, yeah, I like the Minnesota Twins because my dad's from Minnesota. <laughs> well, yeah, that good answer, especially while dad's listening. <laughs> How long do you think you'll continue to play on the team, Miriam? I don't know, maybe a couple more years. I want to keep playing baseball, and I'm not sure if I'm ready to switch to softball yet. What about you, Brianna? What skills do you want to continue developing or maybe improving as you continue playing? I want to get better at catching and, like, releasing the ball at a certain point. What do you think you're, like, best at? What's your favorite thing to do? Framing. For the catchers, when you receive the ball, when you, like, frame it into the strike zone. Oh, and as you say that, Engineer Dave is showing me because he's a big baseball fan, so he's showing me what you mean. So I get the visual now. (laughs) Thanks for explaining that. Chip, I'm going to bring you back in here. Uh, You know, we talked earlier a bit about the name, right, Humboldt Park Gators. Tell us a bit more about how you landed on that nickname. Well, it turns out the diamond in Humboldt Park where we mainly played at was just like about 150 feet away from where this alligator was swimming, this five-foot alligator chance, the snapper, that the nickname that it eventually had. A parent and his daughter on the team came up with the idea of naming the team after that, and it seemed to fit, so yeah. we stuck with it. It's definitely stuck. How's the season going, Chip, now that things are returning to normal? We're more than half the way through our league play, and it's a wood bat league, by the way, so the girls are getting experience playing only with wood bats, when most of travel baseball is playing with these really highly engineered metal bats. Um, And to be honest, we've had a lot of lopsided games, either us slaughtering other teams or the other teams slaughtering us. Um, Lately, we've had a number of really competitive games, and that's what we're always, you know, as coaches, we're always aiming, you know, to find other teams at roughly our skill level and to play our girls to push them to be their best. Mm -hmm. And we've got about three weeks left of our season, and then we're going to be focusing more on tournaments, also then training more intensely for a girls national baseball tournament in Maryland in the third week of July. This will be the first time our team has ever played against another all girls baseball team. In fact, there's going to be something like 40 of them play in a 12 U division, uh, also 50, 70 bases. So it's the same size base diamonds and, and it's going to be very competitive and we're hoping to do very well there. Oh, that sounds incredible. I'll give the final word here to the girls because uh, we're almost out of time, but Miriam, tell us what you're most looking forward to for the rest of this season. I know you've got some great tournaments coming up. What's top of mind for you? Um, I'm looking forward to playing more competitive games against boys and teams. I want people to know that girls can do anything boys can do. And I'm also looking forward to Maryland, a national girls baseball tournament. And Brianna, to the people listening to this interview right now, what do you want them to know about your team? Um, I want them to know that even though we're girls, we can still play harder and better than the boys. Well, that is Brianna Meza and Miriam Cardenas-Mitchell, two members of the Humboldt Park Gators, and Miriam's dad, WBEZ criminal justice reporter Chip Mitchell. Thank you all for joining us. 
And that's today's Reset. We hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as we did. If so, help us spread the word. Give this podcast a quick rating and review. It really makes a difference. Just one review will work the algorithms to help people find us. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Thanks for listening. We'll meet again tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day.